0: Coming to you from helping our music evolve in Nashville, this is The Quinn Spin. Hey now, and welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of The Quinn Spin. I'm your host, The Quinn. I'm back here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of others that I don't know the names of. For another rousing and riveting installment of the official podcast of Underground Music Collective, you heard Revel 9's All I've Become. That is our opening theme song here at the Quinspin, has been since 2014, will be until the end of time. I am joined here at Helping Our Music Evolve in East Nashville. By not one but two friends here today. Very excited. We have Micah over here, who our passive cross before, of course, with yes. your previous EP, Singularity. And we have Mr. Stephen Hall joining us as well. So, first of all, thank you both for making the trek and joining us here today.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah awesome to be here i mean the intro is just amazing. there needs to be an audience here that's just like applauding as you go through that it's awesome
0: i never know how my guests are going to react to the intro like i have to be complete that's that's a holdover from my college radio days we're talking like 2007 like a long time ago <laughs> And those episodes exist on some laptop that I hope is destroyed because they'll never see the light of day, but that's like the one thing from back then that I've carried this far into this show, and I never know how people are going to react to that. So, <laughs> I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. thank you. I think it's great. <laughs> it, I, it's definitely staying no matter what, so, 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 so we're awesome. stuck with it. But anyway, enough about that, enough about me. We're here to talk about you. And so individually, if you'd like, I ask every guest to the show three standard questions. Answer these however you'd like. They are, who are you? What are your passions? And why on earth would you want to come on the Quinn Spin? Did you like how I almost forgot what the questions were, by the way? That was great. <laughs> and I've done this how many times? Anyway, go ahead.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you like to start?
2: <laughs> who are you? What are your passions? And how did you get here? hmm Okay. Well, I'm Stephen Hall. Mm-hmm. Um from charlotte north carolina uh born and raised in greensboro been involved in music the greater portion of my life whoa just had a how old am i um music's been a big part of my life and i i intend to keep it that way Mm -hmm. i'm also into just crafting and artisanship of a lot of different kinds kind of jack of all trades master of none Mm -hmm. kind of thing um and i got here because I guess I crossed paths with this uh, wonderful human (laughs) Mm -hmm. beside me. And uh, we started making music together. And, um, yeah, our paths led us to Nashville. And hopefully uh, the same pattern of just connecting with good people in the industry, Mm -hmm. the crazy ecosystem, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Just trying to keep it a genuine path Mm -hmm. throughout the whole way.
0: So important, so Mm -hmm. important, you know, to keep it genuine and find the like-minded people. And there are plenty of them here, of course, in Nashville. Well, thank you, sir. Good to have you. Absolutely. And now, how about you, Micah?
3: Yeah, so I'm Micah, um, and I've talked with you before, maybe not on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but we've had interviews. Um, I'm also currently based out of Charlotte Mm -hmm. and was born and raised in Salisbury, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. but I've lived everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like it's been such a like a whole lifetime it seems um what was the second question passions yeah um besides music and writing and creating kind of the same feel jack of all trades master of none type thing i tend to lean towards outdoors things Mm -hmm. i like slacklining Mm -hmm. i like being outside anything i can do out there um painting art just anything that brings that like creative space and allows me to connect with people in that way mm-hmm. um and why on earth would I want to be on the space? yeah I, I'm <laughs> still figuring
0: it out myself and I'm here every time <laughs>
3: <laughs> um because I enjoy our conversations we've had such a good conversation before mm-hmm. um and as we we're making our way back to Nashville for this trip to get some mm-hmm. recording done I was like you know what else do I want to do on there and I was like well mm-hmm. got to be on the Quinspin. Yeah. yeah. There we go.
0: There we go. Yeah, we uh we had um we we did a feature right when Singularity was getting ready to come out. Yes. As a matter of fact, 2019. I 2019. Yeah, I just looked and it was the day before it was released that we released that feature. Yes. So, uh and yeah, just like just a, such a genuine conversation. Like yeah. I enjoyed that just as much because like you just were open an open book, you know? And so yeah. I figured when you told me you were coming, I'm like, okay, it's time to do a podcast now. Yeah. It's definitely time to do a podcast, you know. I think certainly, I mean, it's been 2 years, you know, so like mm-hmm. certainly a lot to talk about. A lot has happened in the world as well as in music, as well as I'm sure in our individual lives. Right. So, let's get to it then, shall we? So with singularity, um, you know, looking back at that feature on Underground Music Collective, which you can find there, by the way, and we'll share it in the comments as well. You know, you you would mention that that EP at the time was the starting point. From there, you would expand. You know, yes. you'd expand your musical horizons, and so now we are here, two years later, collaborating here with Stephen. So take me through some of the some of the events that have kind of led from then to now, and the major. Milestones, turning points that you've hit creatively.
3: Yeah, wow, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think as everyone can relate to going through twenty twenty and the whole COVID experience. Um, but I didn't expect to leave Nashville, so that was like, I would, I'd been here a couple years, mm-hmm. I wasn't really planning on leaving, right? And then I, life was just like, you gotta go, mm-hmm. and I was like, why? But okay, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm and um so after singularity released which was wonderful and thank you for all your help with that as well Mm -hmm. um i kind of had a moment where i wanted to focus not that i didn't want to focus on music i absolutely was and was still writing and still performing Mm -hmm. um but i needed to kind of focus on community and finding that for myself yeah and finding home for myself Mm um um and somehow, <laughs> through ways of moving to uh, – in the past two years, I've lived in three states. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ending up in North Carolina again, which I never thought I'd go back to. Right. Because I grew up there and kind of thought, you know, I've already been there. I, I know mm-hmm. what it's about. I don't need to go back. And then something was just calling me home. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like, why? Uh-huh. And But I went – and i'm glad i did because that has allowed me to i've gotten more done not only within a musical and creative space but Mm -hmm. like a mental space everything yeah has just improved tenfold Mm -hmm. and now i've got two different music projects Mm -hmm. when before i wasn't even sure how to structure one Mm -hmm. um and that's been such a crazy experience i was hoping to have Um, More of my solo stuff under Micah released last year, Uh but because of the pandemic and everything, um, that very much slowed down that process, Uh as I'm sure a lot of people, uh, it did. The
0: pivots. The pivots. Pivot was the word of 2020 and still kind of in 2021.
1: Yes, the
3: pivot. You get really good at pivoting at some point. Oh, yeah. That's something that... um, So I do... Jitsu and muay thai oh. and in muay thai pivoting is a big thing like you, mm-hmm. and just in jujitsu as well like adjusting to the space you're in mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you find yourself in a space you don't want to be in you're like adjust again yeah and that's a, a big mental thing there in those sports mm-hmm. so i think that indirectly or directly helped me a lot through the pandemic and through everything because i had kind of a different experience i think than a lot of people had with covid mm-hmm. They, I know a lot of people felt isolated. A lot of people felt cut off mm-hmm. from their community and their surroundings and their people. Um, and I really enjoyed the alone time. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, kind of remembering who I was and getting back to my creativity yeah. and having time mm-hmm. to do it. And it also put me back into working for myself full-time, mm-hmm. which has been, I mean it's changed my the my value of life Mm -hmm. considerably yeah um of course at first working for yourself is really terrifying because you're like wait every day is. what if i can't pay a bill what Uh if something happens and (laughs) like this doesn't work Mm -hmm. um but it's working yeah yeah and it's really Mm -hmm. great
0: yeah and you just get to a point where it's working it's like okay don't ask questions keep going (laughs) yes like
3: don't question it because then it might fail just go yeah uh don't second guess it just just jump just Mm -hmm. go ahead first so I'm actually really thankful, personally in my own personal life, for mm. everything that happened in that moment, beca- or in that in these moments throughout mm. the past two years, because yeah, it's turned my life around considerably in a way that I just did not see coming. Right. And I mean, my hardest times were actually 2019 pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and then 2020 after the pandemic. I don't know it just really went up exponentially for me creatively like mm-hmm. in my solo stuff with our duo stuff yeah deciding where I needed to be for that
2: mm-hmm.
3: um so I mean there's definitely been a roller coaster yeah the past two years yeah. for sure mm-hmm. and there's definitely been some super low points oh yeah and there's Absolutely. been some really beautiful high points as well and mm-hmm. um that's now led me to a place where I can have two different musical things happening I can get out Two different sides of who I am mm-hmm. um, and collaborate with people. And I've met so mm-hmm. many people, interestingly yeah. enough, in places that aren't Nashville. I think a lot of people see Nashville and they're like, oh, that's the hub. Mm-hmm. And right. in many ways, it is, yeah. of course. Um, but when you go outside of that and to see what people are doing in other places, I think is really important. Oh, yeah. Because you get out of that. Um, that scene of like oh it needs to sound this way it needs to look this way it needs to fit this brand or fit this mold Uh you you step out of that
0: Mm. and get back to creating yes and you get
3: back to creating from a space that's true to yourself Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. yeah. it's been a wild two years
0: i think you know the pandemic in a lot of ways i mean there's a silver lining to it and you know like none of us want to minimize what's happened over the course of the pandemic and all the loss and everything but there's like there was just such this chance to go inward for all of us. I can tell you before, you know, in the months leading up to the pandemic, like I was feeling some serious burnout myself, you know? And like it was starting to, you know, it was starting to manifest itself, you know, in terms of mental health and that kind of thing. And then the tornado happens two weeks later, the world shuts down. And it's like, at first it's like, what am I going to do? Right. But it's like, wait, all this stuff that I've been meaning to do, and it's all here, yeah. and, like, you get right. back to yourself, you know? like, And it's it bears fruit, you know? And I think, you know, there's not enough focus on that part of it, that side of it in right. mainstream society, you know? Because the news is looking for the headline, you know, and they're telling you all the bad things that are happening with the pandemic. But, like, at the same time, we've had a lot of opportunity, especially as creative people, I feel, to really go inward and, like, right get back to our visions and what we want and who we are, really. And so, Stephen, I'm, I'm curious, too, um, you know, from your perspective, how this time has uh, affected you and informed your path.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's been crazy. Uh, so I, I play in a band called Swim in the Wild in mm-hmm. Charlotte uh rep, representing yeah the,
0: yeah huh. don't know if you could see that shirt but uh cool, cool yeah. artwork by brain uh,
2: flower a- designs i think i need
0: one uh, of those shirts by the way yeah she does awesome yeah. work
2: <laughs> um yeah it cut us off big time we're used to like 80 to 100 shows a year mm-hmm. to uh, we did four last year mm-hmm. and two of them were you know in south carolina when the rules were a little more lax compared mm-hmm. to everybody else. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But we did have a lot of time to finish production on our uh, upcoming third album, mm-hmm. so that's really awesome. And uh, we've we've had a lot of time to write, and um, we started writing too, and w- just having extra time to kind of go on a side project because I I have been doing solo stuff and uh, writing a lot of music that wasn't for "Swim in the Wild." Mm-hmm. And then um, it's just been it's it's really been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took up photography. I've yeah. been doing videography for uh, neighborhood theaters, live streams in Charlotte, which mm-hmm. are like some of the highest quality, com- com- competitive with uh, the quality you guys got going on. Why, thank you. Very <laughs> Those high are great. Yeah. Um, and so that's been awesome. Just learning art mm-hmm. and like learning how to dive more into like an artistic world mm-hmm. instead of like music 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 market your music kind of thing it's like it's mm-hmm. not quite as intense as in charlotte right however charlotte's booming so much right now it's mm-hmm. it's a great city to be in to be whoever you want to be right yeah and you yeah. don't have to fit a mold anywhere
0: yeah 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 i I've, I've i've been to charlotte i think like 7 years ago i was really impressed i have to say like mm-hmm. how clean it was how friendly the food right. was really good the, there's the epicenter there too which uh and yeah it just it just seems like one of those places similar to nashville it's just on the rise you know Mm. and there's just a lot of opportunity there for people in our demographic to go and like you said be who you want to be you know a lot of opportunity so i'm curious uh to know how you all came together here and uh started collaborating and getting to know each other and the
2: story there (laughs) so how'd it happen (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, well, I guess, so we have a lot of mutual friends, Mm -hmm. um, close mutual, friends. yeah, close mutual friends Uh, within the creative space. I think our group kind of covers every creative aspect. We've got visual artists, photographers, videographers, like Mm -hmm. chefs, chefs, like, you know, our, our crew kind of runs, uh, it's pretty cool. Deep and multifaceted. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Deep and multifaceted. And so I had this friend group and he has this friend group and we had just never physically crossed paths, Mm -hmm. but I guess we knew of one another yeah. and then kind of just digitally following each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And at some point, maybe I was live streaming last year and I was like, hey, you want to help me write a song? He like popped into the live stream or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we should write music. Mm -hmm. And he was like, sure. Yeah. Come back and let's write some music. And I was like, Okay. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> so she came back. So I came back and <laughs> yeah. um, started writing music at first. I think we were just getting together like once a week and doing the thing. And then that kind of grew into something else. And um, we realized that we were actually good at collaborating. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, you co-write with a lot of people, especially in Nashville. People co-write all the time, right? Yeah. And you either really hit it off with writing or you don't. Mm -hmm. But uh, we just kind of fell into it, and it was really comfortable and uh, Mm -hmm. a good space. I think we both understood what we were trying to get out of it, musically and everything, and then personally as well, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we got COVID.
0: (laughs) Which only forged the bond strong. Yes. It sure
3: did. So it was literally, I was about to walk out the door and Mm -hmm. he got a call that said he was positive and I was like, well, I can't,
2: Yeah, I can't go give it to other people (laughs) to the world now.
3: (laughs) Cause at the time I was in between, um, I was still finding a place to live in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So I I had roommates and, uh, I was like, I can't go home and give it to my roommates. That's that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just was kind of like, well, it do was... I just stay here for two weeks? <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we were both a little skeptical, like, ooh, I don't, we don't know if we like each other that much. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
3: how do we do this? A test. And, yeah. um, so I think at first we were both a little, I mean, I think we were both level-headed about it, mm-hmm. but right. definitely some inner nerves. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> after two weeks of, I don't know, a lot. There was a lot there. We wrote a lot.
2: There was so much time. There was so mm-hmm. much time. To, like not to not have any obligations besides your own. Like make sure you eat enough.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> right. Eat. Drink water. Make sure you're good. Like, then do what you want.
2: We were able to like clean and meditate and like exercise. Mm-hmm. And do yoga and like go. Found out there's a giant park in my neighborhood that was like beautifully in the woods.
3: It's like a secret little entrance back mm-hmm. in the woods that no one really knows about, uh, uh-huh. and so we went back there and shot a video and um, and we
2: wrote a, a handful of songs in our time,
3: yeah, and we went ahead and tracked them at the house, mm-hmm. like we used like a little small studio setup we had there and tracked them, and we. May have participated in other extracurriculars <laughs> that led us to some more bonding. It
2: makes a strong tea. I like a that. strong
3: tea. and so then we just kind of realized that there was more to mm-hmm. it than just the music as well. Yeah. And there was an, a, a personal bond um, mm-hmm. too, and I think we both kind of had a realization that we were like, we don't want this to stop. Yeah, we want to keep doing this, um, not just musically but personally. That's beautiful. So Congratulations. Yeah.
0: <laughs> some, some, something good came out of getting COVID.
2: And, yeah. Right. yeah. And, and we, we, were, we were very lucky. I should mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. We were
3: yeah. very lucky we, about our yeah. symptoms were incredibly mild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mild is an overstatement. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Because I, mean, I think everyone knows someone who either had it really bad or oh. unfortunately um, didn't make it through it. Mm-hmm. But we were really thankful because our symptoms were incredibly mild.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's a beautiful story of how this all came together, you know, personally and collaboratively. You know, I mean, the best the best relationships, partnerships, what have you, that they emerge organically, you know, and it's just when you're able to get on the same page with somebody. I mean, that's you can't ask for more than that. Right. Yeah.
3: It's nice to be understood, I think, Mm -hmm. and not have to explain every decision and every it's nice to just do something and someone get why you're doing it Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. have to explain why you want to make music for a living or why Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to work for someone else or yeah yeah um,
0: it's so important like in in finding a partner like that's so important like because I've been in situations you know including one very long-term relationship where like There was just not that understanding, and it was always like this. Okay, like when are you gonna give this up, though? You know, right? And it just like it hurts to just be pushed in the other direction, you know. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. like you're kind of you kind of start trying to push them in a different direction than they want to go, and it's so hard. But to to just have somebody who gets it, like that's 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 goals right there. That's 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 the dream.
3: It's one of those things you don't realize you need till you got it. Yeah, and you're like, wow,
2: for sure. Yeah.
3: This is way better <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely.
3: sorry if I took over my perspective of that,
2: but <laughs> no it's it's been easy for me <laughs> it's just, this is like someone who everything she does is this has this beautiful aura and purpose about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, <laughs> I like that <laughs> I'll, I'll be a part of that. <laughs> I think, in. like
3: we talked about before in mm-hmm. the in my past interview, kind of going through um frankly like the hard stuff right mm-hmm. yeah going through so much shit mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm super thankful for at this point in my life i yeah. I don't know that a past me could have said that especially in the moment right mm-hmm. like when something hard is happening it's yeah. hard to sit with yourself and say mm-hmm. i'm really thankful for this and this is going to make me a better person and this is going to be great right. but um who I am now is very thankful for those things, and I think when he says, "like I try to do things with like a purpose," mm-hmm. it's because of that. Yeah, it's it's because I see people go through life every day aimlessly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that seems so bland.
0: It does, doesn't it? And I'm yeah. just
3: like, don't like. And I don't think they even realize what they're missing. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of
0: sad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, to just like, well, I guess this is my life. You know, like I always I always feared what would come, in a way, like feared what would come after graduating college because it just right. kind of felt like the lights go out at that point. It's just like, well, I'm just going to coast all the way to the end now. Right. Because <laughs> right. you're given yeah.
3: such structure prior yeah. to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
3: then, but yeah, it's just, so I, with me being forced into... Like I because of the things that had happened in my life, mm-hmm. I had a I couldn't just have a bland life. I right. in my brain, like I couldn't I would have gone to maybe a dark place and mm-hmm. it, and it wouldn't have been good for me if right. I tried to just have a normal white picket fence nine to five mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you like right. But for me, it was not what I liked right. Mm-hmm. And the things that happened in my life also wouldn't allow me to live that life, right. And again, that's how, that's why I say that I'm thankful for that now. Cause I mm-hmm. really, I really enjoy what I'm doing and who I am. Um, but it, I had a choice to make where it was like, okay, well I can either succumb to this and be like, what was me? Why mm-hmm. do these things happen? Yeah. Or I can live with a purpose mm-hmm. and live with a goal of like connectivity to people and mm-hmm. wanting to make things better. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard. It's like every day is not peaches and cream, right? Right. But um, because it feels overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've found it much more fulfilling even when it doesn't work. Right. Even when someone doesn't want to connect or they don't get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. or that's okay. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's still a fulfilling moment to be like, well, I tried. Yeah. And they tried. Mm-hmm. They tried to show up, and I tried to show up, uh-huh. and, and that's okay. Yeah. Um. And I. But when it does work, man, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. it does work, it's really good. There's nothing like that feeling. Yeah. yeah. We played a show the other night, and there was <laughs> I got distracted. That was like a puppy. <laughs> and <laughs> so I knew I didn't need to sing for a second, mm-hmm. so I ran off stage and like petted this puppy really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um if you want to know more about me that's puppies will do it so and so i walk over to this puppy and there's a kid right mm-hmm. and toddler maybe four i don't know and he's like hey i really love your voice and there's nothing better than a compliment from a kid because mm-hmm. they they're not going to sugarcoat it right
4: and I, honest humans on earth <laughs> yes and
3: he just like sits down in front of this dog and is petting it with me Is like i really love your voice and i'm like oh i like your pikachu shirt And he's just like, you know who Pikachu is? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And I just run back up on stage. And it's like, even those little moments, like, that's what it's for, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's the point. Mm -hmm. That means more to me than, like,
2: probably. Selling a product. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, that means way more to me than that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: One one thing you touched on, you know, that, you know, I kind of want to pivot on is, you know, adversity, nothing will make you you know what nothing will wake you up quite like adversity you know nothing you know the things we go through you know that's where the growth happens that's where you know that's where we find our purpose right and i think certainly in this time you know we've all dealt with adversity you know in different forms and just you know i think that's just a very powerful lesson you know because i feel i find you know with our audience being a lot of musicians you know like Whether it's creatively, whether it's professionally, you're going to hit roadblocks, uh, you know, or whether it's personally, you're going to hit these things in life that like, yes, as you said, they don't feel good in the moment. They feel like this might be the end of 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 an era, you know, whatever it is, you know, this might be the end of, of the line on this particular project or whatever. But, you know, looking back, you do gain a sense of gratitude for the things that you've been through, you know, without without the adversity you face in your life without the challenges, you don't have a chance to then learn from it. You don't have a chance to then grow and really, you know, go inward in such a way, you know? And I think that's I just, I just wanted to comment on that point. Cause I think it's really important, you know, for all of us as humans, but also especially as creative people to realize like, you're going to go through things, you know, like there's no, nobody gets, you know, gets to the end of life without facing some kind of adversity, but you know, it's what you do with it. You know, are you going to, mm-hmm let it shrink you or are you going to expand from there?
3: Right. You know, so and expansion is always the goal. Yeah. yeah.
2: Don't, so. don't be afraid to, to feel your feelings, mm-hmm. but don't also don't let them consume you.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a balancing act because mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. it's, I, I think that's a good way to put that's, it. Like, I don't th- be afraid to feel things for sure. I think mm-hmm.
2: people are afraid to feel things because they don't want any repercussions from feeling. Mm hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Or because they don't feel it's acceptable in a way in society. Like, especially now with people putting their highlight reels out there on social media. You know, I think technology can do a lot of wonderful things for us as creative people. And I'm not knocking it at all. But I feel like there's still this lack of authenticity that makes people feel like, well, I'm not posting the white picket fence photos. Is there something wrong with me? Am I crazy? You know, am I not where I'm supposed to be now? Right. You know, and... So we, we stuff those things down, you know, we stuff down what we're actually feeling a lot of the time. Like there's a lot of, I think, fear in, be- in being vulnerable, you know, that, that we experience and that's not healthy. You know, what's healthy is actually finding outlets for those feelings, finding ways to express that, you know, which of course you do so wonderfully through music, you know, you both do. And so I want to know how that expression is now coming through in the material you're working on and what you're working on here together so we could start
2: with that if you'd like i remember having like the same kind of conversations when we were writing songs mm-hmm. about like every time you go on social media or anything mm-hmm. even bands that you like their music and you follow them it's there's this lack of authenticity that comes out because everyone feels like mm-hmm. there's a demand for what you what you want to put out there mm-hmm. and I think just as a foundation for what we're creating, we're like, well, it needs to be as genuine as mm-hmm. possible. Right. I'm, I might show up this interview today in my gym shorts and tank top because <laughs> I didn't want to like, mm-hmm. just want to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. There's no mold I'm trying to fit. Mm-hmm. Really. Right. And so that's kind of like it's the foundation for most of our songs. Mm-hmm. We we wrote a song called. Um, heart is on fire mm-hmm. and it's like for the sole purpose of, of kind of like a message to people saying like, what makes your heart feel like it's on fire? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you get, um, lack of terminology. Sorry.
0: Like certain <laughs> things just inspire like, you to a degree. Yeah. Like I'm sure yeah. what,
2: you, what you do on a daily basis, you're very fulfilled and you're like, man, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I love. I yeah. love working in this environment. I love Creating things.
0: Even on those days where <laughs> where where it's challenging, yeah. You can
2: come in having a bad day and then you leave like, wow, I feel better after mm-hmm. doing what I love doing.
0: Yeah. And I think that's imp- that's important to know too. Like, okay, like there are going to be stressful moments in everything you do, right? Like yeah. there's, mm-hmm. no, matter, no matter what you decide to do with your life, there's going to be an element of crazy that you better be okay with, you know? Yes. But the key is at the end of the day, do you then sit back and be like, you know what, I'll take that over – over this any day. Like, I'll take what I'm doing because I love it and I'm passionate about it over, say, the 9 to 5, over right. Something, right. something I'm not passionate about, right? I think, I, you know, there's there's always going to be stress. It's unavoidable. But how do you feel about it afterwards? Do you feel like, okay, well, I'm going to come back for another round tomorrow, or do you feel like I don't want to do this anymore? You know, I think it's a very important question to answer. You know, and I think for creative people, it's important to be to have that sense of fulfillment in what you do and have it come from that genuine place mm-hmm. you know because and also people can tell when it's not authentic people can tell when it's not genuine and most importantly you know and eventually yeah. even if it's working for a while it's going to catch up to you you know and it's not going to work forever so you might as well yeah. just put your truest self forward
2: it's like what your friend yeah. was saying like you people can just smell it sometimes <laughs> yeah
3: like they can they can smell the desperation mm-hmm. it's it's
2: ah and so yeah the song is like basically saying like whatever makes your heart feel like it's on fire Mm -hmm. do that the Mm -hmm. world needs more of that the world doesn't need more of like well this is going to make me a lot of money so i'll go do Uh that oh this is what my parents are telling me to do so i'll do that i could go all day (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. what you feel Mm -hmm. feels great and like you know especially if you're like helping people or bringing Mm -hmm. joy or something into the world
0: yeah if you're listening to me speak right now, there's a good chance that you're a musician, a content creator, some kind of entrepreneur. Whatever the case, that means that you're a business owner and all business owners need to have a system for managing their finances. And I will be the first to tell you that this was absolutely terrifying to me at first. And that was until I spoke with Dan Bobick of MoneyWorks Financial Coaching. MoneyWorks Financial Coaching helps early to mid-career singles and couples organize their finances. Dan works individually with clients, like you and me, to build a personalized system for effectively managing their finances so that they can live and give with joy and confidence. After I consulted with Dan, I can tell you I was no longer terrified by the money conversation. Dan's approach and demeanor gave me the peace of mind and reassurance I needed to feel like I was in control of my finances and that they were on the right track. My relationship with money has improved exponentially, and I now move forward with more confidence in my business and my life. You can schedule a free consultation by going to moneyworkscoaching.com. I guarantee you'll gain confidence and perspective on your finances, and when you do, you can use my coupon code. It is UMC5 at checkout for a 5% discount on MoneyWorks Financial Coaching Services. Again, that is UMC5. Head to moneyworkscoaching.com. I feel like that, you know, there still is so much expectation in society, too, from mainstream society, from family, from friends. You know, the keeping up with the Joneses thing, you know, like this idea that you have to have it married by 25, two kids in a house by 30, or you haven't won the game. Right. And, you know, it's (laughs) I I like I've got so much to say about that because, like, my life has not fit that blueprint at all, you know, and I'm at the point now where I'm 34, and it doesn't look anything like that. And I'm the, probably the happiest I've ever been. Also, probably the most stressed out I've ever been because I'm doing this full time, and that has its own challenges. But like, right. I wouldn't have it any other way, you know. And the thing is, like, living, you know, living in a city, living in, especially in Nashville in particular, you know, doing what I'm doing, I find that like, like it's normal here to just go do your own thing and do what fulfills you. If I were to move back home, I'd be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh yeah, I'm quitting my job at the beginning of the year to run this music publication. Okay. Grow up. You know, get a job. <laughs> yeah. Here it's just like, yeah, why, why didn't you do it a year ago? Like, oh, I got DoorDash. If you, wanna, if you want me to give you a referral code to sign up, I don't even know if that's how that works. <laughs> but like everyone ar- around you is doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And everyone around you is finding their authentic path through the means that they, you know, that they find necessary. And That's the way, you know, that's where the magic happens. That's where you're going to learn and grow the most anyway, regardless of what works or doesn't work commercially, you know, financially, you know, it's, do you do something that excites you? Do you care about it? Do you genuinely wake up and forget to eat sometimes because you care about what you do? And I think we've all been in that situation in the room where it's like, we just get so into it, right? Mm -hmm. Where... We're just going and then all of a sudden we look at the clock like, "Ooh, it's 8 o'clock. I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> you know? And But that that's thats thats where the best stuff comes from is that passion.
3: And you can see it on people. Mm-hmm. When they're doing something they really enjoy, even if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's like even if, say, there's a piece of visual art that you're like, man, I have no idea mm-hmm. what you are doing. <laughs> but you can see that they get it and that they love it. Mm-hmm. And there's something beautiful about that that everyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone really does want that. But I think you're right from the pressure in society and uh, in your personal relationships. Sometimes that can make that really scary. Mm-hmm. That can make that really difficult. And I I was lucky to not have maybe pressure from society yes but um more in my developmental years I didn't have a lot of pressure from family to not Mm -hmm. do what I wanted right so of course later when I started venturing out and Uh doing things you know Mm -hmm. mom stepping in and saying like wait are you sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but it's interesting to even see how that's developed over the years yeah because I think we're at first maybe her uh, I'm specifically speaking of my mother just for mm-hmm. example yeah her initial reservations about a lot of my stuff had nothing to do with talent ability anything like that It was just you know safety for your child mm-hmm. like right. is my is my child my going to be able to feed themselves at the end of the day mm-hmm. be able to pay rent? Am I going to end up homeless on the streets of L.A.? Um, I think she was very worried about that at Ah. one point. Um, Risks are scary. Risks Mm -hmm. are scary. And I can't imagine being a parent watching your baby bird metaphorically jump the nest. Right. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. but after a while, once she realized, oh, she hadn't done that. Mm -hmm. She has always held a job and uh more of a traditional job i should say Mm -hmm. and that's worked for her Mm -hmm. um and she's happy with that and that's great um but she saw me and didn't quite understand it so she was just worried Mm -hmm. and then once she saw that i was fine yeah and i and i do pay my bills and Mm -hmm. i do eat and i do take care of myself and and those things then she could relax a little Mm -hmm. and say okay you're okay Mm -hmm. are you happy are you safe? Like, yeah. are, are these things happening? Yeah. And once she was reassured that that was okay, then at that point it was like, yeah, do what you gotta do, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and I, I got really lucky having that family structure that doesn't, um, doesn't push me in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time I really get a little push is usually again, out of concern, safety, anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, I think we may have touched briefly in the last interview, mm-hmm. like I lived on the road for a while and yeah. like things like that. Of course, you're going to be like, mm-hmm. wait, <laughs> wait, are you <laughs> sure are you you're now? OK? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, it's because I think family can be a big one. Society, I think we're starting to change. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think. Yeah. I've seen changes. Mm-hmm. I've seen even big companies trying to change the way they market things mm-hmm. that are more inclusive
0: a lot more openness yes yeah
3: a lot more openness of course it's still business mm-hmm. they still want to make profit they yeah. still want to make money um but it does seem to be slightly more mindful mm-hmm. and maybe it will continue to push that direction yeah um i know like as a female you're constantly marketed as like you're not pretty enough you need makeup to be pretty you need mm-hmm these clothes to be pretty you need your hair this way to be pretty and subconsciously or more consciously probably i very clearly said no
4: Mm
3: -hmm. i was like i'm not participating in this i don't want to um it's exhausting to try to keep up with that every day and i can't speak for the way guys feel but just from seeing ads Mm -hmm. uh male forms are typically marketed as like it has to be you have to be strong and bold and stoic and mm-hmm. um, no no emotions and yeah.
0: uh, male vulnerability is still very difficult yes yes yeah. yes like mm-hmm. it's you don't see that mm-hmm. really yeah. and
3: when you do see it it often feels like a marketing strategy mm-hmm. it often feels like oh we're trying to rope you in mm-hmm. um, and make you believe that this is okay yeah. but we still don't think it is right. you know mm-hmm. Um. So I couldn't imagine from a from a, a male perspective trying to navigate, especially in in music because music is so vulnerable mm-hmm. and it is it is so open. Yeah, and there's something. I think at this point, it's more expected to hear women sing about emotional topics, mm-hmm. right? And um, I think it's a little less expected. To hear guys sing about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's beautiful because of that. I don't know. But I could see where as a male that might be pretty hard. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs>
2: <Nope>. <laughs> Nothing a little mud on the tires can't change. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to uh, fit in any type of mold. And I just want to be a genuine person and help and I think she's she helps me do that because as a male in this world I'm not born with like emotional um knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're just kind of like brooded in and like mm-hmm. get kicked around and we're like oh whatever we're just guys yeah and uh so yeah i'm just i just wanna it's it's been a good growing experience um mentally mm hmm and emotionally, and I, I like what's 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 been happening so far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's turn an eye then to the future, immediate future, uh, as far as where you see things going musically. Anything we might be able to expect to yeah. hear or see, or whether it's yeah. solo, duo, and anything you have coming up.
3: Go ahead. You've um, got plenty coming up. You have some stuff that just came out too.
2: We, uh, <clears throat> yeah. We just released in March uh, a new single of our new album. Sh- for Swim. For Swim in the Wild, yeah. yes. Um, once in Needs. And uh, blew it out of the water in Charlotte and then did the same thing in Charleston. We, we love the Carolinas. Charleston, South uh, Carolina. Actually rocking what? a, a what? Susto bandana. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see that, but one of our favorite bands out of Charleston. Uh, we got a show coming up with them in November as well. It's an incredible place. It's Charlotte. Oh, yeah. man. it's yeah. We we got... Uh, whew. It was a fun night. It's an experience. It was, <laughs> uh,
0: it's always an experience in Charleston. I've never been in that city and not had something weird happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's
2: kind of the fun in it. Yeah. Like, it all really right. Uh, what's happening tonight? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so he's got his band, but you've got... Solo stuff, too? And
2: uh, I, I have solo stuff. I'm not really rushing on that. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm into photography and video, and I do a lot of uh, art and woodworking. Mm-hmm. I kind of have my hands in all these different things that I, I like not having like a time agenda for, mm-hmm. um, especially because Swim in the Wild is probably the most time agenda yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, So I, I do have a lot of solo stuff that I'm working on for fun. And uh, this is this seems more important, what we're doing. I, I enjoy that a lot better, <laughs> working with her than just by myself.
3: Yeah, it's having, I've never had a duo before. Mm-hmm. So that's certainly a new experience. I've co-written plenty, but um, having, like, an actual duet is a whole thing. I'm also still working on my solo stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I've got solo stuff recording. I'm kind of recording both at the same time right now. Um, so I've got a midway through recording a solo album that hopefully will be released by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Again, everyone's still catching up from COVID. Yeah. So I'm not going to stress if it doesn't get out by the fall, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully that's the plan. And then we are here this weekend to start recording our duo stuff. Mm-hmm. And because we're just starting recording, I think we've yet to decide whether it's going to be a full album or just an EP for now. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool to see the dynamic shift between what I write by myself mm-hmm. and what we re- we write together, what we bring to each other's music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm because i would say that mine is my solo stuff is you know we know it's dark and sad and and like uh that internal dialogue and um really honing in on those emotional spaces mm-hmm. and creating a space for that mm-hmm. and our duo stuff i feel like is a little more it's peaceful it's a bit more inspirational maybe maybe not i don't know how do you, how would you describe it i don't know
2: um, yeah, I don't I don't really know how to describe it. We don't even have, we're not even close to figuring out, like, a, an artist's name or identity for ourselves. We have and,
3: cycled through so many band names.
2: Like, maybe <laughs> by the time this airs, we'll, we'll have figured it out, but...
3: <laughs> Probably Let's, so. Yeah. Every time, with, with the age of the internet, mm-hmm. um, if you've thought about it, so have hundreds other. Yeah. And yeah. everyone can just upload with a click of a button so Mm -hmm. every time we think of something that we're like man that would be perfect and then someone else has it. someone else has it and they just released it a month ago Mm -hmm. or just released it two months ago or whatever so which is kind of cool though because it forces you to really think outside the box it Mm -hmm. forces you to um, find something that's really perfect instead of just going with what's available right you you really have to figure out what's good for you Mm -hmm. so but i think
2: We've narrowed it down a little bit. Yeah, we've narrowed it down a bit.
3: Mm. But definitely compared to my solo stuff, this seems um, equally as powerful, just a little more lighthearted, more Mm -hmm. of the light at the end of the tunnel type. Yeah. um, Peaceful, trying to bring that creativity and inspiration to people, trying to reach people where they are. Mm -hmm. And... Instead of bringing them to us, we're going to them and saying, like, "Okay, maybe you are still working your nine to five but you really secretly don't want to mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe you are you know doing whatever you're doing and just kind of skating through, and we want to like ask you to stop for a second and sit with us and be present mm-hmm. and um and it seems very balanced. He's an incredible multi instrumentalist, mm-hmm. so yeah, wow. he, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, he's he, I mean, can play everything, kind of all at once too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his <laughs> solo his One... solo shows are drums and guitar and voice and harmonica. It's like a whole thing. Um, do you,
0: do
2: you loop? Yeah, I do loop yeah. as well.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so he does a bit of everything, and uh, I play a couple instruments. We're still figuring out the best way to mesh that together Mm -hmm. um but so far i've just been focusing on like the writing and singing and he's been focusing on uh writing more of the music and singing as well
2: yeah Yeah. it's cool to like do to have that uh, i I do a lot of the writing for swim in the wild Mm -hmm. and uh we all all work on the production together but we're three albums deep with that and it's it's nice to have these tools feet and hands mm-hmm. as we're writing because it's like okay this is how the full band is going to sound with mm-hmm. it kind of thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you get more of an idea mm-hmm. of what the a closer idea of what the production will sound like. Right. Right. Instead of just kind of filling those gaps in your head and hoping the other person hears what you're hearing and Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. it does make it a much easier streamlined writing process, mm-hmm. I would say.
2: Yeah. 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 I have to Also, give it to the Avett Brothers for giving me the idea to like make music like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's very awesome, fun. It feels great, and so useful. It's all the things.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I'm very excited to to hear it. We're recording in April now, so you know this will come out as we talked about before the show to break the fourth wall for a second closer to the summer. So. Of course, maybe, maybe by then the name uh, is, yes. is decided upon. And we're closer to hearing some studio versions of these tracks. But in a few moments, we're going to hear a couple in studio performances here, which we haven't done on the Quinn spin since 2015. So I'm really what? excited about this. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So this is the first time we actually No, that's not true. 2017, but still, it's still we're happy <laughs> to bring it back. I remembered one in Pennsylvania. So yes, uh, we're going to do that. But before we do, I just want to give you a chance to tell people where they can learn more about y'all online.
3: Yeah.
2: Go ahead. Cool. Uh, like I said, I'm in a band called Swim in the Wild. Uh, you can find us on spotify instagram itunes every music platform and social media platform uh we even have a website just don't uh, go to it because there's other ways to (laughs) to get to us (laughs) um we're a totally independent band so uh any support there any follows and stuff is greatly appreciated and i think yeah that's all I got yeah. on my end. <laughs>
3: um, and I've still got my page under Micah, M I C V H. So, yeah, my website's pretty dope. Jordan Tarrant did all the uh, photography there. So, that still looks amazing. And then all of my socials are Micah Official, still with the V, M I C V H.
0: So, make sure you check them out. Make sure you check out Micah and Swim in the Wild and all of the social platforms, all of the projects. You'll hear me to wrap it up at the end of the episode. I'm going to record that separate, but we're about to set up for an in-studio performance here. So I'm going to get to that. I'll see you around in a little bit.
1: All right, so I'm Micah. This is Stephen
3: Hall. We've got some new music coming out for you soon. This is the first song we wrote. It's called Belfast. Mm Belfast.
5: still there You tell me in
3: Got one more for you. It's called Friends to the End.
5: We two were friends to the end. Ain't we my friend? We'll run away together, coffee and cream. Boy, what a team. You'll never find two other guys compatible with steak and
1: fries. We're two of a kind, much of our mind. We find our way together, thinking as one. Searching for our sunny skies True the sun may tender rain We don't mind the drop of rain But you won't hear us complain Doesn't
5: help stop the rain What's
1: to gain if we complain
5: Only causes stress and strain We keep smiling and the Little, bitter powder, doesn't, powder. doesn't matter friend weather life together thinking is one searching for sunny skies the greatest gift in life's a friend pays a
1: daily dividend be like us and start a trend
5: Friends to the end, the greatest gift in life's a friend, days a daily dividend. Be like us and start a trend, be friends.
1: friends to the end. Be like
5: us and start a trend, be friends to the end. Be like us and start a trend, be friends to